morning everybody or afternoon evening depending on when and where and how and why you tune into this um i am recording this on christmas eve eve so december 23rd 2021 uh just wanted to jump in with an update kind of like a year-long update I would say I just posted a blog um, about everything I've gleaned. This has been a really difficult year and not just for me. I feel like for everybody, obviously <laughs> it's been a, it's been a tough year. Um, but I spent just the last couple of days. Well, more like the last couple of weeks really in reflection and just wanted to take a minute and, and share kind of what surfaced for me as a result of that, what I've become conscious of and how I've been able to find gratitude um, for even those darker moments. Uh, so I wrote about, and I'm going to just briefly talk, well, we'll see how brief this is, <laughs> tend to be a little bit long-winded. So however much or little of this you tune into, uh, I'm grateful for. So um 10 things basically. So the first uh, that I've gained from this year. So the first is how powerful it is to actually slow down. Um, and I really didn't get that until this year. Um, I went through what I'm calling an incubation period. So February of this year, when I moved into my own apartment, I basically fell into a depression that lasted for about nine months. Um, and I... I realize now that what it was, was I had all of this grief and this heartbreak um, from leaving London before I was ready to, um, just shifts in various relationships in my life, um, just all of this stuff that I wasn't willing to actually deal with. And I kept running away from and pretending that I didn't actually feel. Um, and, you know, as a result, I, my psyche was like, Maria, <laughs> this is here. You need to feel this. This is a part of you that wants to be loved and held. Uh, so that resulted in this quote unquote incubation period, but really coming out of it, what I saw was there is so much beauty in just slowing down, not figuring things out, not analyzing, not thinking, just being, just being present you know, and finding those moments of calm and stillness and deep breath, the space in between the breaths. Um, and so that's the first thing is I've tapped into just how rejuvenating that space is and how necessary it is um, as a regular part of my life. So that's the first one. The second is a deepening sense of my own sense of self-awareness. So this, this really came from um, Dr. Sue Mortar, who I love. Uh, she's one of my many teachers, but I, I found her when I went to Sedona. Um, I haven't recorded a blog about that. I probably, or I mean a podcast about that. I probably should. There's a blog about it though on my website if you're interested in learning more about my Sedona experience. But in any event, she was talking about third eye and hers being open and how a big birds is, I think the 
what she referenced, but how seeing them and connecting to, so like not Big Bird from Sesame Street, but like, you know, an eagle or a hawk or a raven or what have you. Um, but like recognizing when they show up and like the message um, and the medicine that they offer to us, you know, just catching them in flight and seeing them physically on this planet. And it was at that moment that I realized, holy shit, I'm swearing. So I hope that's okay. <laughs> My third eye is open. Like I, cause I recognize signs and synchronicities all the time, literally all the time. Um, you know, billboard messages that like say something that I need to read or see or a four leaf clover or a rosebud or an eagle flying past me. I think an eagle flew by like right when Sue was saying that message um, or Dr. Sue, sorry. Anyways, the point, the moral of the story is I realized that um, my third eye is open. I was expecting some like powerful, dramatic, like Merlin or a wizard to come and be like, welcome Maria to this magical world. Uh, and then, you know, they put down their staff and stars would explode and I would go to Venus. You know, I was expecting something, <laughs> something like that. And I realized it's very subtle. But now that I recognize that it's open, I can deepen into knowing my perception of things um, and have that awareness expand and grow. So that's the second thing. The third is what unity conscious means. Then this is just my own definition. But you know, we say all the time, we're one, we are all one, we're all one, there's only one. But to me, what that means is, it's like, it's easy to say that when it's something we resonate deeply with and love already, you know, so like our parents or a beautiful rose or a kitten. I know not everybody loves kittens, but I do. Uh, or a dog or a baby or a really cute video or whatever. Um, it's very, very easy to love that and see that as part of ourselves. I use Teal Swan's definition of love here is taking another as part of yourself. It's not so easy to see that when it's something that we consider that we judge or that we consider to be outside of ourselves. Um, and that's where the work is, is how do we soften and open up to something that we are judging uh, and come to see that at the root of it all, you know, we are all the same. Um, so the example I give is like, which is, you know, this is something that's like easy to say, not easy to do. So like the example I give is, um, is, uh, sorry, distracted by the music. Um, when someone pisses you off or triggers you, you know, instead of, lashing back out at them and creating additional distance like can you pause and take a step back and see that it's like their anger or their pain or whatever like aspects of you that you also have we all have anger we all have pain um but can we come to see ourselves in each other so i don't know if i'm making any sense but i just realized that unity consciousness means all you know not the things that i already resonate with and love deeply but literally everything. And like, how do I come to love, unconditionally love everything? Um, so I talk about the release that comes from honoring exactly how I'm feeling. So that was really the last blog 
or I mean the last podcast. So I'm not going to dive deeper into that one. If you're curious about my thoughts, um, I would just go back a couple episodes because it's all there. Uh, and then the next is understanding what unconditional love is. So this came from Sunny Dawn Johnston, actually. She was another beautiful teacher that I discovered um, during my time in Sedona. And I realized that I didn't understand what unconditional love is. I love myself when I was feeling good, but unconditional love isn't just when you're feeling good. Unconditional love is the same thing as unity consciousness. Really, it's of everything. So it's like, and for me, love is not, it's a deep state of acceptance and embrace of whatever is. And so it was like, I love myself when I was happy or feeling in alignment or connected to source or what have you, but I was judging myself and wanting things to be different when I was sad or angry or frustrated or bored or whatever. Um, And now I'm coming to see that there's gifts you know, and it's like, I knew that I knew that there was gifts before, but I was still in resistance to accepting those lower emotional states as a necessary part of who I am in order to unfold and uncover all of me. Um, so, so there was that I deepened into that. And that is really what allowed me to get out of my incubation period, really to emerge from it was loving and accepting where exactly where I was, which was deeply sad and heartbroken um, and holding myself in those moments without judgment um, to then emerge. So there's that. Uh, and then I say embracing my vulnerability and willingness to be seen. So true. I started this uh, embracing my vulnerability when I launched uh, what was formerly known as 30 Days of Authenticity and Becoming Authentically You. Um, I'll be relaunching it probably in 2022. Not sure entirely of the name of this course yet, but anyways, it was my very first course um, and it launched in tandem with the publication of my very first book. But the moral of that story is that was where I first started embracing my vulnerability and allowing myself to be seen. And what I mean by that is for years and years, I was longing to quote unquote be seen, but you can't be seen unless you're really willing to show up and express exactly how you're feeling. First and foremost to yourself, you know, I'm, I'm in love or I'm angry or I'm ecstatic or whatever, you know, Um, you have to be willing to do that first. And then you have to be willing to share it with others. You can't expect others to see and know you deeply on that level that we all crave. If you're not willing to um, express, you know, the express who you are and how you're feeling. Uh, And I get that now and I am willing to do it. Um, I'm careful, you know, discerning of who and what I open up to present moment Um, but I also recognize the power and how beautiful and wonderful it can be to first and foremost witness and see myself, um, but then allow others to do that as well and also deeply see others. It's a reciprocal type of thing, Uh, but I get it. I get it more deeply now than I ever have. Um, Hand in hand, I was just speaking to that. So this goes into my talking about being discerning. So the importance of setting boundaries. Um, I had no idea what a boundary was three or four years ago. And then I understood what it was, but I wasn't willing to actually set them. I have a, I'm a recovering, as so many people say, people pleaser. 
Um, and so it's been a journey to um, recognize how valuable my energy is and be willing to honor it and also realize that it's not selfish for me to honor it and say no and be, um, be conscious of who and what receives my loving awareness and attention. Uh, and I'm conscious of that now. And so uh, I recognize how important it is for me to protect my energetic field and my space. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's that one, the importance of setting boundaries. I feel like each one of these, I could actually go on and on, but I'm trying to get through all of them. And I realize that your time is valuable too. Uh, and so the next one, number eight, how magical this planet and nature is really, this is like where I'm being called to be right now is down and in. And so that means like connecting who, very deeply to who I am, but not in like a transcendental, it's not even a word. Did I say that correctly? Uh, meditative state, but like right now in this moment, right here on planet earth, connected deeply to these plants that are right in front of me and these crystals that I have on my desk. And Gaia is just, whenever I take a moment to breathe and connect in with the earth, I just, I'm in such awe. I really am of the beauty of this planet and the opportunity to be here and how wonderful and magical it is. I don't take it for granted now. I did for a long time. Um, but I don't now, and I'm excited to deepen in that consciousness, um, to deepen in my connection to Mother Earth and to nature and to everything that surrounds all of us at every moment of every day. Um, and yeah, so that's that's that one. Uh, number nine, the power of my imagination. So that's really going to be the inspiration for what I'll be writing after I finish the Acacia Records series. Um, which is my first trilogy. Um, the second trilogy is going to, I don't know what it's called yet, um, but I'm calling it the Dark Goddess series for the moment. Um, but the whole thing is going to be centered around, the central theme is going to be around the power of imagination, all of our imaginations. Uh, and then the last one is the strength of my belief, which is key. It is key. I realize that more so than anything else is if, if you believe it to be true, then it will be your truth. Um, and that's what I anchor in every single day is deepening in what is my truth? What is my truth? Um, and knowing that if I believe it, then it'll happen. And it's the same for all of you. Um, so who do you believe yourselves to be? That is the question that I will leave you all with. All right. I love you all dearly. I am grateful for you. Thank you for taking the time to tune in to me and my journey. Um, I'll be posting this shortly and sending so many blessings to you all um, for the close of 2021 and the opening of 2022 or wherever um, this finds you in this moment in time, whenever you might be listening or tuning into this particular podcast. Love you. I appreciate you. Grateful for you. Take care out there. Speak soon.